I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. God has a tendency of giving us assignments that are literally out of this world. Just ask Bible heroes like Joseph, Esther or David. For each of them, on the surface, the dream seemed unattainable. But just as God made the impossible possible for them, know that he can and will do the same for you. So in this series, we are exploring how we can grow closer to God while pursuing our God-given dreams. In this series, we're outlining the three steps that we all need to take in order to take those goals and bring them into reality. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a piece of this process. Now, in the first installment, we talked about step number one, which was to dream big. This was a challenge that we made to ourselves to invite God into the goal setting process. This was all about taking off the limits and reminding ourselves that nothing is impossible with God. And when we do that, he often speaks something into our heart that doesn't make sense in the natural. But we have to have faith that God planted the, heart, the seed in our hearts for a reason and not let fear stop us from draining big. Then we talked about step number two, which is believing big, believing big. Now, once we've come to grips with what God wants us to do, whether it is writing a book or starting a podcast or maybe creating our online, our online community, or maybe it's finally launching that coaching program into the world, it's important to believe that we can achieve that goal. Because here's the deal. God is the one that's ultimately doing the heavy lifting. Seriously, think about it. It's God that creates the opportunities. And it's God that ultimately determines the outcomes. So really, the only thing that you and I are responsible for is having faith in his instructions and being obedient. Our job is to stay in lockstep with him. Now, I won't downplay that because that does mean that we are going to have to exercise a lot of patience and a lot of trust in God and ourselves. But through prayerful guidance and hard work, anything that God calls you to can be accomplished. Now, today we are going to deep dive into step number three, which is arguably the most important of the three steps, which is to take action. The key here is to establish an action plan, something that keeps us honest about our goals and our dreams. Because dreaming big and believing big gets us nowhere if we don't take action. So what we're doing here is we're actually taking those goals and putting them in writing. And then we're taking those big goals and creating mini goals. Mini goals that ultimately help us to stay motivated and focused on reaching the bigger goals. 
As with any plan, though, it's really important to keep it simple. Keep it simple. We want to avoid information overload or feeling overwhelmed. So we take the big goal, break it down into mini goals, and we recognize that there are going to be some pieces that we don't know yet, but we are releasing those things to God and just committing to taking consistent action. Now, once you have identified the mini goals, there's three more things that I want you to do. And the first is to set a timeline, set a timeline. Now, this is important because it helps us with tracking progress. It lets us know if we are on track with when we thought we would be able to accomplish this particular goal, which provides motivation when success is achieved or helps us to make adjustments when we need to. So for example, if your goal is to write a book by the end of the year, setting a timeline looks like saying, I'm going to write one chapter per month or two chapters every other week. It's, I'm gonna create the first draft by this date and I'm going to get the manuscript to the editor by this date. Taking that goal, breaking it down into mini goals, and then setting a timeline by which those goals will be achieved. Now, the second thing is really important is I want you to start assembling your dream team. Many times people attempt goals on their own, but we were meant for community. Scripture reminds us that iron sharpens iron. So we need to find people who support us and believe in the vision that God has given us and ask them to support us throughout the process. So you want these to be people that have your best interests at heart. You want some of the people on the dream team to be skilled in what it is that you are trying to do. You also want some people that can provide wise counsel, not just opinions, that operate in discernment and will encourage you, not discourage you from achieving your goals. Having a dream team is important because it can provide the much needed motivation, direction, and insight that you need during difficult times. Plus, they can celebrate your successes with you. I want you to remember that God often works through people. So if you've gotten stuck in the past, it could be because you didn't have the right people around you. You often are going to need prayer and people. Now, the third step is to keep track of your progress. It's all about establishing a tracking system that takes the guesswork out of progress made towards achieving each goal and milestone. Keeping track is also helpful because it ties back to that course correction that we talked about a little bit earlier. If things aren't working out as planned, adjustments can be made quickly before any major damage is done or too much time has passed without reaching any goals or milestones established in step number one. This will ensure that nothing gets overlooked or forgotten along the way. Now, I'll confess, Reaching goals is not always easy. At least that's been my experience. Life can throw us obstacles. It can be hard to stay the course. So I want to share a powerful secret with you that I've discovered that will help you to keep moving forward towards reaching your God-given goals. And it's this. It's found in Romans 12. It's all about renewing your mind. Now, scripture tells us that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. What does that mean? 
here's how I see it. I see renewing the mind as a process of keeping our thoughts in alignment with God's word and what he says about us and making a conscious effort to turn away from negative thoughts or doubts that seek to take hold of us. It's about learning how to direct and redirect the flow of energy within ourselves. It keeps us focused, motivated, and assured no matter what happens in our lives. Renewing the mind allows remarkable things to unfold as we pursue God's plan for us. So we have to make it a priority. We've got to be intentional about thinking about what we are thinking about. Another thing that can help is remembering that he's done it before and he will do it again. Let's circle back to some of our heroes that we discussed earlier in the series. People who acted with faith and resilience in the face of uncertainty. It's often comforting to read about these figures because they can be a source of courage for us. When we're considering taking an action and we're looking at all the things that we don't know, these examples demonstrate what it looks like to take action despite not having all the information. So first, let's explore Abraham and Sarah's journey to Canaan. Now, this is one of the most famous examples of scripture of someone taking action without all the details. So in Genesis chapter 12, God calls Abram and tells him to go into a new land that he will show him. Now, not only is he going into a land that he knows nothing about, but he's 75 years old at this point. But Abraham still chose to obey God and leave his home without knowing exactly where he was going or what would happen next. This couldn't have been easy, but Abraham trusted God had a plan. He trusted that there was a purpose in what God was asking him to do. So off he went, even though he didn't have all the answers beforehand. Then we have Moses leading Israel out of Egypt. So in Exodus chapter three, we witness firsthand how Pharaoh is mistreating his people. Moses chooses to take action by leading them out of, out of slavery, despite not knowing exactly where they were going or what would happen next. Now, when you really think about this, this takes tremendous courage and faith on Moses' part because there was so much risk involved in, leaving, in leading this mass exodus and there was no clear plan or destination in sight. However, Moses trusted that God had a plan for his people and stepped up as their leader anyway, without knowing every detail ahead of time. Then there's Esther stepping up against Haman. In the book of Esther, we see Esther feeling the fear. Still, she chose to step up against Haman and save her people. She didn't know how things would work out in the end, but she trusted that God would provide a way that God would rescue them, even if it seemed impossible at first glance. And she was right. Her boldness resulted in her people being saved from death. And she boldly asked, even though she had no guarantees about how things would turn out. Then we have Joshua and the walls of Jericho. In the book of Joshua, we see Joshua leading the Israelites around Jericho. Their victory seemed impossible, though, because they were vastly outnumbered. There were enemies everywhere, and there were thick walls around the city that could not be breached by weaponry or tools alone. But God had promised them victory, 
And that's what they held on to, that if they just followed his instructions, even though they didn't understand how those instructions would lead them to success, that they would be victorious. So they acted in faith and marched around Jericho once a day for six days. And on the seventh day, they shouted and blew their trumpets. And finally, miraculously, the walls came tumbling down. Last but not least, David versus Goliath. So in 1 Samuel 17, David stepped forward as a young boy with no armor and only five stones when everyone else was terrified out of their mind at Goliath's size and strength. But David stepped forward confidently because he trusted that God would give him victory over Goliath. Now, he didn't have any idea how it would happen, but he chose faith over fear, even though he was completely outnumbered by his enemy. And we know that it ultimately paid off for him. These stories from scripture remind us that sometimes we must take action before we have all the details figured out. Because we never know what great things God is going to do through our obedience. We may not always have perfect clarity on everything before making important decisions, but we can still step forward with faith and trust that God will guide us along the way. We just have to be obedient. So just as these Bible figures long ago took him at his word, we too must take God at his word. So let's take a page from their book today. Let's act boldly with faith, even when it feels scary or overwhelming. Let's say no to complacency when we don't feel prepared. And let us remember that when we put our trust in him, he will never fail. You have an amazing gift to offer the world and you can achieve anything that you set out for. But achieving success isn't just about having an awesome book service, or program. It's about finding a way to get your message heard by your audience. Now, thankfully, with our easy-to-follow techniques, you'll be able to take action and learn valuable principles that will help you attract the right attention and interest. By using the power of attraction, both emotionally and ethically, you can create an intense desire in people for what you have to offer while still being true to yourself and who God called you to be. So don't put it off any longer. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes to get your copy of the audience attraction formula. I'd be honored to be a part of your dream team. Let's make an unforgettable impact on the world together. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.